Welcome to From Ashes to Beauty with John Ortberg. Each day, Monday through Friday, you'll find 10 minutes of relevant spiritual guidance on the kind of people we are becoming. Follow us on YouTube at becomenew.me or receive daily text alerts when a new episode is published by texting the word BECOME to the number 56525. Invite a friend to listen along by sharing this podcast or sharing the link becomenew.me. We're glad you're here. And now, here's John. Well, Nancy and I are getting away for a couple of days, just the two of us. And I want to let you know, we have been basking in our time together with you on Friday. The encouragement and the warmth and the love and the support and the, this strange sense of community that's coming from a group of people that are connected electronically has just been wonderful. And we have talked about so many of your names and faces and are praying for you. So thank you. And it fits really well because what we're looking at right now really is relationships. And if we are going to move from ashes to beauty and say, I can't manage my life, my ego will mess things up, but there is one who can. So I will turn my will and my life over to him. I'll look at myself as honestly as I can. I will confess the exact nature of my wrongs to God and to myself and to another person and uh, ask God to change what's going on inside of me, then where it moves from there isn't that this is just something about me or between me and God, but that it actually affects the world by impacting relationships one person at a time. And so this next step, what we're thinking about now is uh, that I made a list of the people that I have harmed, people that I have damaged emotionally or spiritually or physically or uh, financially. And... um, became willing to make amends. So I want to talk now, today, in these moments, about the two lists, the two lists, and which list will you choose? There are two kinds of relational pain. There is the relational pain that I receive from other people, and there is the relational pain that I inflict on other people. And I will make a list. Either I will make a list of people who have inflicted pain on me, And that's the most natural one. That's the most obvious one. That's the one that comes to our minds most quickly because when somebody hurts me, I live with that hurt. I feel it. I experience it. I remember it. Or I can go the other direction. I can make another kind of list, a more redemptive list. I'll tell you a a story about each of them. Uh, First, uh, living by making lists of people who have hurt me. There's an old movie that I like a lot. It's called The Quiet Man. Set in Ireland, John Wayne and Maureen O'Hara, and um, they both have tremendous tempers in this movie. Everybody does. Little Barry Fitzgerald does. Ward Bond, who is the priest, does. But particularly, character played by Victor McLaughlin. He was actually a boxer in real life way back in the day. And he's kind of this grumpy old character. He's Maureen O'Hara's brother. And every time in the movie somebody makes him mad, every time somebody offends him, every time somebody speaks to him in a way that he does not like, he turns to the character that's kind of his lackey, kind of his assistant, and says, put them down in my book. He literally keeps a book. He is keeping score of all the people that have wronged him. One of the comments that Paul makes in 1 Corinthians 13 is, love keeps no record of wrongs. But I do. Ego does. Self does. Old Victor McLaughlin does. And you can do that. Anger is very appealing because it makes me feel superior. When I resent somebody, when I judge them, I put myself up here and I kind of dehumanize them. I kind of put them down there. And that's very tempting. 
Frederick Buechner says this, of all the seven deadly sins, anger might possibly be the most fun. To lick your wounds, to smack your lips over past grievances, to roll over your tongues bitter confrontations yet to come, to savor every toothsome morsel of all of the pain that you have been given and all the pain that you will give. It is in many ways a feast fit for a king. The chief drawback is what you are consuming is yourself. The skeleton at the feast is you. And so it is at the banquet of anger, the skeleton at the feast is you. And if I go through my life with that list, people that have wronged me, people that have hurt me, people that have been unfair, how do I make them feel bad? How do I punish them? How do I vindicate myself? How do I brood and ruminate over this until it dominates my mind? I will be the skeleton at the feast. I can't do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want you to do that. So there is a different list. We made a list, now this is counterintuitive, this can be difficult. Make a list of people, not people that have harmed me, but people that I have harmed and begin to become willing because um, ego always hurts, but love always sets right. And I will tell you a story about this one. This is found in the Bible. And you may have heard about the central character, a little man by the name of Zacchaeus. And one day we're told that Jesus is passing through Jericho. Great New Testament scholar named Ken Bailey writes about this. Um, by just passing through, Luke, the writer, is telling us that Jesus is not going to stop. He's not going to spend some time there. That would be disappointing in a town like Jericho in the ancient world. They didn't have much to do, and they would hope that he would hang out for a while. But he doesn't. He's passing through. And there is a man named Zacchaeus, and he wants to see Jesus, and we're told he's short. And so he climbs up a sycamore tree. One of the reasons that Luke would tell us it was a sycamore tree is that it's got big leaves and they would hide him and Zacchaeus would not want to be seen. He's a tax collector. He would have been wealthy. He would have been considered corrupt. He would have been despised. He'd have lots of reasons to hate lots of people. He'd have many names in his book. He had a book. He had a list with lots of names and he had lots of opportunities to get even. Also, Luke uh, would tell us that it's a sycamore tree because by law, sycamore trees had to be at least 50 cubits out of town. So it looks like Jesus is gone. He's leaving Jericho. Zacchaeus, wealthy man, runs on ahead of everybody. That would not be a very dignified thing to do. And then he climbs up a tree. That would be very undignified for a wealthy Middle Easterner with flowing robes to do. And he wants to see Jesus. Maybe he's heard that Jesus seems to have a soft spot in his heart for tax collectors. But he doesn't want to be spotted. And then Jesus is walking now outside of Jericho. And there is a crowd apparently with them. And he walks right up to the tree and looks up at it. And says, hey, Zacchaeus. Now, how does Jesus know that Zacchaeus is the name of the man up in the tree? Well, we don't know for sure. It could well be, it could well be that people in the town have been talking about Zacchaeus because he would be a despised man, not just the tax collector, but the chief tax collector. And Jesus knows who he is and calls him to come down. And then, and then everybody waits to hear what Jesus is going to say, and it's very surprising. They think they know. They think Jesus will say, you are corrupt. You have betrayed your people. You have sold your soul to get wealthy by 
colluding with the despised Romans, straighten up, get right with God. And they would cheer that speech. But that's not the speech Jesus gives. He says, Zacchaeus, I must come to your house. I'm going to stick around in Jericho after all. I want to have dinner with you. And that would have been deeply offensive to all the polite, respectable people, but Jesus does it. And uh, dinners at that time in a home like Zacchaeus, a fairly wealthy person with kind of an open plaza area, would have been quite public. Lots of people would be watching what's going on. And, and they're not happy about this. And they say, this Jesus welcomes and eats with sinners and tax collectors. And something happens inside Zacchaeus and he looks around and the people that he's harmed for a long time, he suddenly sees in a different light. He sees maybe the widow whose house he has taken and the orphans who have to beg in the streets because of him and the merchant that's lost a business because of him. And Zacchaeus realizes Jesus is taking all this criticism for him and he cannot be in a relationship of love with Jesus and continue to harm the people around him. And so this miracle happens. Zacchaeus becomes willing to make amends. Zacchaeus stands up. Very dramatic moment at a Middle Eastern feast when somebody stands up like that. And everybody hears, you know, what it is that he's going to say. And what he says is, look, Lord, I'm going to give away half of all that I possess to the poor. And uh, everybody that I have cheated, everybody that I have defrauded, everybody that I have harmed, I will make amends. I will pay them back, not just what I took from them, even what the law required, what I took in 20%, I will pay them back four times. This is an act of staggering amends, staggering generosity. And they're all amazed. Mrs. Zacchaeus is thinking, like, shouldn't we have talked about this before we made this decision? But Zacchaeus' heart is so overwhelmed with love that his old list, who doesn't like him, who despises him, who taunts him for being too short, for colluding with the Romans, who could he get back at, who could he make it a profit out of, that list is gone. Now it's this widow, these children, this, for the sake of Jesus, I am now willing to make amends. And it's now become a great joy for Zacchaeus. So, today, which list are you going to keep? How do you want to keep score? I hope you join me in the fellowship of the withered hand of learning moment by moment just to stop keeping score of who I'm mad at. And to make, make a list, beginning with the people closest to me, maybe family, brother, sister, father, mother, spouse, child, friend, co-worker. God, who have I harmed? Would you give me a heart like Zacchaeus? Would you to help me make amends? That's the list I want to keep. I'll see you tomorrow.